fun things happening this week. Uh, it is a we are recording on a holiday weekend. This will come out on Labor Day. Labor and, Day. Um, yeah, it's actually been a really encouraging week, especially regarding whiskey. And I'll get it. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey. So you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are. That's why we like you. On this week's episode, we are drinking something I hear is fancy, something that is a hot thing right now. We're drinking some Maker's Mark Cellar Aged. And believe it or not, I know nothing about this whiskey. <laughs> so make sure you stick around for the uh, history portion. But before uh-huh. we get to the history portion, we got to get to the shoot the breeze portion. Before we get to the shoot the breeze portion, we got to do the business portion. Hit us up on Instagram. We'd love to talk. And, and like our videos on YouTube. Like Just the videos. Comment. Yeah. If you're into us, like the Subscribe. videos. Subscribe. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, that's that. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Appreciate all the support we do get. You know, we're out here pandering, but we already got great support. Love you guys. We do. Cool. Speaking of love. Love you, man. Yeah. How you doing? Love you too. I am a little sick. You can kind of hear the congestedness, <laughs> but luckily I can smell mostly and taste uh, whiskey. I'm entry buzzing on Buffalo Trace Kosher wheat recipe. Uh, not too bad. Not too oh, shabby. Nice. Uh, definitely not Weller status, but a weighted bourbon. Hey, that's what we're drinking today. Uh, huh? Now I know that's something. Why I poured it. Um, but yeah, life is life is good actually. There's uh, there's been some fun things happening this week. Uh, it is a we are recording on a holiday weekend. This will come out on Labor Day. Labor and, Day. Um, yeah, it's actually been a really encouraging week, especially regarding whiskey. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, uh, before I get to like the history, I have some notes written down, so I don't want to like go too far into them already. But uh, otherwise. Um, yeah, it's a pretty chill weekend for us. We're, you know, it's Labor Day weekend, as I mentioned. And, Labor Day! Um, Labor Day! But I got no plans, you know, I'm just chilling. So um, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys have any plans this weekend? A little bit. Uh, Chelsea's sister is back yeah. in town. So we're going to do, and we got, well, it's supposed to possibly rain today. And it's supposed to be rainy tomorrow and Monday. So uh-huh. I think tonight we're going to go over to the house and barbecue and, Nice. I was really hoping. I was like, I don't want to pay for ribs, but I sure would love to smoke some. Nobody picked up the the clues I was dropping, so we're just gonna oh. do some burgers and stuff. Yeah, ribs aren't that expensive. Just just grab them. Well, I I didn't say they were that expensive, Cole. I said I didn't want to buy them. I don't want to. Oh, I didn't okay. want to do it. I didn't want to do it. It's a principle. It's all about it's the like principle. It's like a fear. It's like a ribo ribobiophobia. No. Yeah. yeah, it's not a price thing. It's it's really about the the. the principle of it so yeah no i mean it's one of those things where it's like i'll do a lot of the cooking if you do a lot of the mm-hmm. buying because then i was gonna they want to do french fries too and i was like that's like you do good french fries that's like a good six hours solid of getting stuff done totally so i can dig that stuff though when like people are coming over i love entertaining mm-hmm. it's actually you know surprisingly if you love entertaining so much you should start a podcast and entertain people weekly hey that's what i've been doing for five years now (laughs) entertaining our fans not our listeners our fans Fans. yeah but um no i love like like if we're bored on a saturday i'll be like heather you want to invite your parents over and we'll just treat them to dinner you know like cook them dinner and stuff like that because i really enjoy the fact that her parents are only worth being around if you're bored I gotcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, there's, there's, um, there's, t- there's one thing that's kind of been on my mind, but it's not, I'll probably share it next week. It's kind of okay. sensitive to someone in my life. Um, but I'll probably tell you after the episode, Robbie, but okay. that being said, um, I'll make sure not to put it on the podcast this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah, make sure you're not <laughs> recording during that part and just put it as the intro um or just yeah but or do the thing where i left it i had this thing way far over that i couldn't see on my screen and like the episode was yep. two hours long yeah you need to you need to double check <laughs> but um yeah i'm trying to think what else yeah school started Beck's doing well um uh yeah all <laughs> like i said i got more news but i'll share it right before the history as the some notes to get to section okay 
How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, uh, yeah. You're sick. I am coming oh. off the tail end, like I'm not not like just a an annoying cold where I wake yeah. up in the morning, and my I don't feel like P Diddy. Um, yeah, I have to take some hey, uh, yo, what up, cold girl? sinus for me to uh-huh. rule this city. Yeah. <sighs> um. But yeah, it's just like one... goes the clock, you know. And, don't uh, stop. Party don't stop. <laughs> oh, but it does stop when you're sick. It does. No, and I, well, the thing is, like, and the school year's been so busy, man. Like, I have. Well, so last night, uh, I had to run. Like, Amara was went to a football game, and like, it's the place. The people that took her live over by my school, so I was like, well, I'll just go to my school for a little bit, get some stuff done, nice. and wait when I went for a call, and, and it didn't get much done. But I was just walking to my school, and it was quiet. I'm like, man, I really love my students this year. They are running me ragged, but they are the uh-huh. cutest most fun kids like as a group that i may have ever had yeah. like they're just <gasps> and oh, you've been at it oh. for a while yeah yeah i think this is this is my 19th year 18th year something like that wow um That's crazy man but i was in the hallway and i'm like it's just too quiet without him like i don't get it i i've yet to have a lunch and a prep all for the last three weeks because yeah. it's just busy doing stuff. But yeah, I'm like, man. Said, yeah. But I was like, that's a good sign. When I get to the school, I'm like, I kind of, I miss the kids. Like, I miss those students. Yeah, but that is a it's good been sign. busy. Uh, Nebraska played on Thursday and lost. That was sad. Wow. So, one of my Nebraska wow. stuff today because it's like the first day of college football, like, legitimately. Gotcha. Like, everyone's so I was like, yeah, I got to let people know. And if someone you know else is in my Husker gear, knowledge, non chill filtered. Hey, hey, that's not the name of the podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah anyway and then went to the had the girls soccer game this morning so got them out there and chelsea's working this weekend so it kind of made things a little tricky but i was like and i'm pulling out in the minivan i I was i had it was my turn to be team dad and i had we brought the snacks in i'm like Uh pulling out in the minivan i'm like like carrying all this stuff i'm like man i'm full on soccer dad right now like the van is the soccer dad van now i'm like dude i'm living life like you there's a pinnacle in life and that is soccer van dad. Yeah. Just saying, if it's you're not like, there, you ain't nothing, man. Have you seen that that meme that's like, you might not like it, but this is what the peak form of masculinity looks like, <laughs> or something along those lines. That's basically what it is for you. It it's is. like it you is. might not like it, but Robbie is the peak form of masculinity. Well, that's that's right why now. you that's why people make fun of us. Like, oh nice minivan, because they they yeah. hate us because they ain't us, you know? Yeah, exactly. They hate us because they ain't us. Yeah. That was a different way to anus. say it. They are anuses. Yeah, exactly. Anusai. That's part of part yeah. of name. The anusai. Anai. <laughs> um, what is the plural of anus? I imagine anuses. Anuses. Yeah. Somebody. Right. Yeah. Us, help us out. We got. We got to reach out. We got to touch us. Reach out and touch us on anuses. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, we should probably put that on a story. What's the plural of anus? Oh. Um, uh, I'm sure we'll get. Yeah, a yeah, lot of, we should do that, and then we'll love. get we'll get dropped by a few family friendly listeners. Well, so well, funny, should, funny thing as I as be I scroll through social my... media with your children anyway, like it's not good yeah, for exactly. anybody. Exactly, your kids. We're not family. And you know what? If you We're drop adults. it, if you drop us because you're scrolling through and your kid sees anus on our <laughs> social media, like you're the kind of listener we don't want. Like, get no. out of here. That's bad parenting. Leave. I have a feeling Miles Ferguson would get Don't let the um, door hit you where the good Lord split you in your <laughs> anus. For some reason, I just think Miles Ferguson with this turtleneck is like, <gasps> I love the guy. He slowly pulls the turtleneck over his ears. <laughs> oh, we love you, Miles. And then Patricia's in but, the other uh, room. Miles, yeah. are they talking dirty about anuses again? <laughs> How'd you get Patricia's voice so perfect? I that's yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, that's great. So I look behind me and I see my whiskey shelf. And do you see that it's Boeing? Yeah, it's been center. doing that for a while. It really yeah, I has. Think I, I need I think to just I get a plank to you before too. But like yeah. that's the thing is like you better get a, get a some plywood under that or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you don't want that crashing. No. There's no. some beautiful bottles up there. If that goes crashing into the, you won't be under the table and dreaming. You'll be weeping. It'll be a nightmare. Into me. You know what, what you need to quote? do? Cole, you know what you need to do? You need to hock what? up that table a little more. And show, the world <laughs> <to me. laughs> show the world to me. 
I love 90s references. Before the table crash. <laughs> you know, he's from Virginia, or at least like from his, because he's from like South Africa or something like that. Yeah, he's South African. But he in America, he's from Charlottesville, he, Virginia. He in America. <laughs> he in America. Coming to America. The uh, fiddle player is a Sigma Nu. And when I was okay. in college, Dave was big and I was like, you know, that guy's a Sigma Nu like us. Nice. Like, yeah, like us. So okay. what's a Sigma Nu? Like, what, what did you guys represent? What's a Sigma Nu? Sigma didn't knew nothing. <laughs> we partied and hard, Sigma, bro. Yeah, you know, that's what the N stands what for. What do you mean, what's a Newledge. Sigma Nu? <laughs> what do you mean what's a sigma nu i don't know like like these fraternities don't they like stand for something like aren't they just like more than just a party group yes we believe in the life of love oh that's deep we walk in the way of honor we serve in the light of truth this is wow. the light the way the something of our fraternity the creed of our fraternity i can't remember it now yeah you're good you got far enough i so have you ever heard the joke uh like the fake fraternity name and it just makes me laugh every time Guy tap a thigh. <laughs> lambda, lambda, I lambda, laugh so and much, but I do. Omega Moo. Those are the funniest fraternities and sororities I know. What was the ones you mentioned? Lambda, 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 and Omega Moo. Omega Moo. Do you know what that's from? No. Because um... you're a nerd, 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 nerd. <laughs> from the Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, it's so good. No, I've never seen that movie. Is it good? That's a is that a John no. Hughes joint? No, it's not. It's uh aged horribly. Oh nice. Uh but and I think it was never even it wasn't it was like kind of like porkies. It's like a porkies kind of thing. Okay. Where it's like just out there to be out there and nothing that great, but surprisingly got some legs behind it. Nice. Yeah. That's funny. What's like an old movie that you love that is just not it's not that it hasn't aged well, but it's like you wonder why it had a minor cult following, but you were in that cult following. Mm. I'll tell you mine. OK, UHF. I was going to say, I, but here's the thing. I know why it had a cult following because it's friggin awesome. Yeah, it is a great movie. No. I love UHF. Yeah. He's like, well, you get to drink. From the from fire, the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, you want to see my movie. mop? And that was that was right before Seinfeld, I think. Um, that was like I don't know. I want to say because that was that movie came out in like ninety or eighty nine. No, it was like 88, 89, something like I that. I think it was eighty nine. Yeah, let's find this out right now. But mm -hmm. uh, quality. When did when did Seinfeld start? Seinfeld was probably like 92? 89. Yeah, was so it, it was right before. Yeah. When wait, did Seinfeld wait, start? Seinfeld. I'm going to say 92. I'm going to say 91. Okay. No, it was 89 as well. And here's 89 as well. why okay. I know that, actually. You didn't know that because you said 91. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, but here's why I remember that now. Um because uh, Jason Alexander got a Tony Award, I believe, that year. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Did, uh, did we never talk about this before? I'm sure we've mentioned it, but... He won, I like, the that. best actor, basically, for, like, the Tony equivalent. Yeah, it was... Let's see. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it was 1989. Yeah, he won the uh, lead actor for a musical for a Tony Award, which is, like... That's Somewhat huge. surprises me, but also yeah. doesn't surprise me at all for Jason Alexander. So the thing is, like, it surprises me for George Costanza. But when you yeah. watch interviews with Jason Alexander, you're like, you're like, oh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that guy in a musical. Totally. And the funny thing is, is like, you got to give him mad props because he nailed George Costanza. And it's not like typecast from what from what I see of who Jason Alexander is. That is not typecast. Like he is truly acting very well <laughs> for that that's true yeah true. so anyway what do you say um anything else you want to talk about before well, we i guess i get, i've been having so much fun but i guess you're gonna put the end to it so no we can thanks, keep Cole. talking no we will i'll find ways to interrupt you with something that has yeah, exactly. nothing we'll, to do we'll with break into digressions oh, yeah, and people will be happen. like wow nobody, so many digressions wow so this. inaccurate pop up wow well, there's do. too sensitive why don't they stop talking about deep things and being real about their lives like this is deep this is as this deep, is super no. deep yeah no we do well, at least it's real it is real Sincere. no funk thinking 
No funk faking here. So with that, now that I've mentioned the words funk faking, I think it's time to send it to a quick break. Hey, Cole. Yeah, what's up? You know how my butt feels right now? Yeah, I pretty much do. Mm -hmm. I've had hemorrhoids since I was 18 years old. You have hemorrhoids too? Yep. I'm in excruciating pain. How are tell you about feeling this pain. so good? Well, I'll tell you why, Robbie, because I use Preparation H, okay. and that's the hemorrhoid cream that you're going to want. You're telling me I could be feeling better in 8 to 12 hours? 8 to 12 hours? No. Preparation H is known to cool on touch. <laughs> Can't wait. How many... Anus assessors did as preparation H touched. I'll tell you this: that anuses have touched 20 million uh, Americans, let alone the world to beyond. So you're gonna want to check us out at preparationh.com/slash/chill-filtered. The the anuses have touched people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Oh, what a nice break. Just... What a nice... <laughs> uh, we're going to have to do a live read after the episode. And a good one, too. We'll do it on, like, uh, Preparation powder. H or something like that. Yeah, okay. What's that? Talcum powder, Preparation H. Yeah, exactly. So, a um, few shout-outs this week. Basically, oh, two it. people and six shout-outs. Did you uh, hit your, here we go. your spring... Oh, yeah, I think I did. Do you hear it? <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Uh, like I said, a few shout-outs, uh, but mostly to one baller in particular. Um, and that guy is Brian Rapp. So let's break it down real quick. Five things total this week. One, for being crucial to me <laughs> in finding a, a bottle of Eagle Rare 17, Vintage 2014. Are oh, you kidding me? I didn't realize you guys have been messaging so much. I didn't realize you got it. It finally happened. Nice! So uh, I performed a few trades of whiskey. I'm not big into buying on the secondary, but I am okay with the trading on the secondary. Uh, and we worked it out. Me and Brian, we figured it out uh, to right. be able to achieve uh, my favorite uh, brand and my favorite style of bottle. And basically, okay, so I'll break it down why I got 2014. So you remember my pod, I mean, not my podcast. You do remember my podcast, uh, but you remember not, my yeah. blog. I wrote a blog and it's still actually on the internet. I still pay like yearly fees for this, John. But anyway, I should probably take it down one of these days, but um, it was called whiskeygoals.com. And, um, and so basically I wrote this blog as a chronicling, as a scrapbooking of my journey to find a bottle of Eagle Rare. And that was in 2015 when I started doing Eagle Rare that. 17. Yes, that's correct. Not just Eagle Rare. And that, that was the, the shortest blog ever because back then you could find Eagle Rare. Easy. No. Oh, you can find Eagle Rare. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. A yeah. bottle of Eagle Rare. 17. I'm joking with you. Um, no, I get it now. But uh, the reason I got 2014 was because I have, a, I have an empty bottle behind me of the 2015 because the reason I wanted the 2015 was because I tried it the year, or I tried it at a bar from the year, the vintage prior. And so I was like, and I looked at it. I mean, I tasted it at a bar and I was like, I am, my mind has exploded and I am ready to pursue a life of whiskey after this. So that's why I got the bottle of 2014 because that was the first bottle I ever tried that blew my friggin' mind. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I got it. And I'll be on my shelf for a little bit for sure. I will crack it for a reason one day. Uh, but, uh, I am honored uh, to be able to hold that bottle in my hand. And exactly. who can say they have a nine-year-old bottle of Eagle, like a nine-year-old vintage of Eagle River 17? You can, brother. I can. So uh, thank you to Brian for that, for helping me. He basically brokered for me to be able to trade. So um, he also, number two, he also tipped us off to a whiskey company. And the other shout out is to Ben Klepsig, who also tipped us off to this company. Uh, the company is called, well, you know what? I won't mention the company. You'll see in a few weeks who the company is. For those of you keeping uh, score at home, Brian tipped Rapp us off to a crucial, crucial. And a tipper offer. 
tip he's her offer. He's not the only tipper offer. Ben Klebsig comes in at one point as well with tipper exactly. offer. Exactly. So the score is two to one. Two to one. Brian Rapp to Ben Brian this Rapp. week. Um. So yeah, uh, basically we're going to be featuring uh, a nice, a very fancy whiskey uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, and Brian and Ben tipped us off. So thank you both of you. And then the third, uh, the the real strong lead goes back to um, Brian Rapp, who thirdly sending us a five bottle package via courier recently uh, of samples. Um, and we appreciate that. And then fourth, for providing uh, the sample we're drinking today, which is actually like, like Robbie mentioned, it is in the now it is hot right now. <laughs> and um, for those keeping track so, at home, that is Cole's second time. Exactly. He's wiping his, his nose. nose. Um, <laughs> and then last but not least, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I laughed. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get this. All right. So fifthly, Brian Rapp, for uh, last but not least, setting up the Chill Filter Discord group, which we will be sending out details to our Patreon members, hopefully this week. Uh, it's actually really cool. I, uh, I've been testing it with Brian, and we've been having a lot of fun. Uh, cool, cool. Glad you guys are having fun without me. We're going to get you on it. <laughs> we're gonna, and we're gonna, you're going to love it, Robbie. And there is no saying no to this. But our Patreon listeners will be able to. Can I say uh, maybe? What's that? Can I say maybe? No, only yes. So one last double ding to our baller, Brian Rapp. Thank you so much, Brian. For I a got great a week. double ding to the balls great earlier help. today. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, it was, it was a test. Wait, joke. what did you say? I got a double ding to the baller yesterday earlier today. Oh, with the kids? No, I didn't. It was just a testicle joke. Oh yeah, testing. I testing. thought you were gonna go nuts over it. Yeah, but you didn't. I'm going to sack that one. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're so good at puns, man. You've been a dad for like 13 years now. So yeah, I'm a soccer dad. Yeah, exactly. That's what really brings it in. The, the, the minivan makes you just think about puns all day, connecting jokes. You're done worrying about like being perceived as ultra masculine. So you just start. Yeah, you jokes. really, you really don't even need to work on your body anymore or, you know, getting girls anymore. You already got one and you got three daughters. So Got too many girls. Too many girls. Hey, that's the life I live now, too. But I have one less girl than you do. So So this week, I got the whiskeys from Brian Rapp. I also got Mm -hmm. your birth announcement for your daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Not, yeah, the the card. You said a card with all your family on it, with the baby. Oh, yeah, that daughter. For some reason, I was thinking (laughs) of that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Go anyway, on, Robbie. Davey Havoc is so mad at you. Why is that? Because he, he's always like, girl's not gray. But guess what? Oh, she's gray. Yeah, there's a girl named gray. AFI reference for those who don't understand. Bryce Marita got that one. Bryce anyway, Marita? Did you meet him at a concert or something like that? Davey Havoc? No. I had a friend who saw him at a concert and he was making out with the guitar player from the band. And I thought who Davy Havoc was. Yeah. Good for him. I Probably guess. broke up later. I didn't uh, No, He's still together. I mean, Jade Puget's still with him. So I want to, I want to shout out now that you mentioned that I want to shout out a <laughs> podcast uh, okay. before we get into the history. So I, I listened to this. Okay. So someone ref, or recommended a podcast to me called band splain. Oh. Uh, which is actually a pretty cool idea. It's basically <clears throat> like these people like are very educated on certain bands and they'll just it's almost like stuff you should know for like bands. Um and and but it, but also very different people that are very into horoscopes. But beyond that, which always <laughs> bothers me. And not that there's anything wrong with people that like horoscopes. You can be it's into just, it. You can be into it, I guess. Anyway, um they did a episode on No Doubt. And I learned so much about No Doubt through that. You, and if you're not watching on YouTube, Cole, when he said, I learned so much, had the biggest poo-eating grin on his face. Yeah, I love No Doubt. And, uh, but anyway, no they talked about uh, at one point in the band, or at one point in the history of the band, uh, was that uh, Tony Canal and Gwen were dating. 
and like that everyone in the everyone else in the band hated it because they're like hey if you guys break up there goes the whole band uh but when they broke up they stayed together for the kids that's a blink 182 reference who didn't stay together so anyway for the kids anyway back to similar vein Uh youtube wise punk rock mba mda can't remember mba because that's you know he does a lot on yeah 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 the business thing yeah anyway he does a lot of stuff like that too on punk rock bands and i love it on youtube on youtube punk rock i love that kind of stuff i love that kind of stuff so check them out those are some creators you can patronize but not in a bad way anyway here (laughs) goes number three nose wipe anyway here i wasn't looking thanks for calling it out yeah i'm here to help here to give scores (laughs) uh maker's mark uh, oh gosh, is... we are. I forgot we're a whiskey podcast. Yes, yeah, we're Maker's not just Mark a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maker's Mark Cellarcast. This definitely isn't our first Maker's Mark product on the podcast. Earlier on, we drank uh, Maker's 46 first for episode 131. For episode 144, not too long after, we drank Maker's Standard. And for episode 231, we drank Maker's 101. Um, so we've talked about things like you know bill samuels and the paper recipe of weeded bourbon and how he baked bread to determine the mash bill and all that but we'll get into today as why we'll get into some things today especially like maker's mark facts but we'll also get into why this release today is super special for the distillery and uh so anyway let's get into some fun facts from maker's mark uh, first off, we've talked about Bill Samuels before. He's the guy who started the company, and I believe it was 1953. Uh, don't quote me on that because I didn't write it down. Uh, he put good. together a recipe, and he basically bought out the Burks Distillery uh, to build on in Loretto, Kentucky. But his wife is what I'm going to mention here. She was a fun one. Uh, very active in the company from the beginning. Uh and you may remember she was behind the marketing move of adding red wax to the top of the bottle and a very signature move from uh, makers. Uh, but she has had uh, a big hand in determining the weeded mash bill. Uh, Margie Samuels was quoted uh, to have Marge. said about rye bourbons uh, on the market. She says that bleep will blow your ears off. Um, she thought that the weeded recipe uh, was what it took to provide a softer, more approachable bourbon. And I'd agree in general, weeded bourbon is more soft on the palate than a rye bourbon. Uh, But I wouldn't say rye bourbon will rock you so much more. Anyway, but that's what Margie thought, and that's what Margie got. Um, (laughs) But Margie had a big impact on Maker's Mark. And in 2014, I believe, uh, what do they call it? Posthumously. I, I don't know if she was still alive at this point, but I doubt it. Uh, she was inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame. So congrats, Margie. You deserve it. Yeah, she's like one of the one of the like women of Kentucky bourbon. When you look at like the history, like not these days, not current or modern. She was definitely one of the notable women in the whiskey world, especially bourbon. Uh, another fun fact is that they call it whiskey without an E which is a very counterculture move for American whiskey. Even Del Bach, which is a single ball, and which is based off of like kind of the scotch feel, and scotch goes without an E. Even Whiskey Del Bach has an E in it. Um, but um, remember how Bill Samuels had a paper recipe that burned up? Do you remember that at all? Basically, he like put together a new recipe because he had this family recipe that was on paper, and somehow it got burnt and like charred mm-hmm. up, and he couldn't get the family recipe. Anyway, he was planning on using that mash bill and recipe to make his bourbon, but since it got burned, he had to experiment for a little. Well, the story is that Bill Samuels is like basically like great, 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 who knows how many times, grandfather, basically the first of eight generations, lived in the Kentucky area before it was even called Kentucky. And in the uh, like 1780s, and his family was from basically the Scotland and Ireland area. And if it's the scotch, we call it whiskey without an E. Uh, So they took the E out in honor of the Samuels family tradition. Another fun fact about Maker's Mark Distillery is that they rotate the barrels much more than usual distilleries do. And that directly goes after the idea of consistency in the product. And if you keep two barrels in two 
completely different places in the distillery, they're actually going to be slightly different in flavor. Uh, but if you keep, um, but if you move them around and keep like swapping them out and changing it, the number four wipe, um, it keeps consistency a lot more because you just spread, <clears throat> spend a little time here, spend a little time there. Uh, and the distillers behind makers have pretty much always avoided an age statement. They basically are like, they're like the big quote there from Maker's Mark is, we'll bottle it when it's ready. And usually Maker's Mark standard is about six years, they say, usually. Uh, but it might be a little less, it might be a little more. But they don't put an age statement on anything until now. So, but today, like I said, uh, to avoid that consistency, they put out uh, something that is almost twice as old as what we're used to at Maker's. Uh, so let's get into that. Um, Maker's Mark Seller Aged. This is huge because like, I, I feel like there's a bunch of people like, like Fred Minnick or even, um, even Matt Porter have said like, Maker's Mark is cool, but it's kind of boring. Like they need to branch out. They need to put an age statement on. And they heard it and they heard it years ago because they have a 10 to or 11 to 12 year old Maker's Distillate that they have just bottled. And it's pretty cool. So first, apparently it ages just like uh, standard Maker's in traditional makers rick houses and then they took some of these barrels and they continued to age it in a temperature controlled limestone cellar uh this uh they say takes away the harshness uh that you that they claim can sometimes that you can sometimes get from a older bourbon and leaves a more complex flavor so i think if i were to guess makers took some of their barrels and just literally just aged them for 10 to, to 12 years and said, Hey, you know, it's, it's too harsh or something like that. So they're like, well, what we'll do it's like those darn we'll rise. to the cellar. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I, for, I forgot to write down the mash bill, but it is weeded bourbon. So it's mostly corn. And then the remainder is mostly wheat. And then there's malted barley um, and cast strength which is awesome at because like the best makers in my opinion are the cast strength varieties Agreed. Uh, at 115.7 proof. So that's 57.85% alcohol. Uh, definitely or most definitely a limited edition. This is the 2023 release. So I'd say expect more in the future and potentially more ages in the future. Uh, very cool looking bottle. If you get a look at it, it uh, looks like uh, Rob Samuel's signature on it. Um, I imagine it is. So Rob Samuels is kind of the 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 owner, I believe, or like the the head, even though it's owned by uh, I believe, yeah, it's owned by uh, Beam Centauri. Uh, but Rob Samuels, I don't believe he's the master distiller, but he puts his name on a lot of stuff. And um, <laughs> yeah, so good looking bottle. Uh, and then one more huge thank you to Brian Ratt for providing the sample and quickly at that. So yeah. uh, retail price is one fifty. I have a feeling it will go higher on the secondary. So what do you say we pour this weeded bourbon into our mouths, but first into the glass? Ooh. So Robbie I talked to John Hughes on this a little bit, and John actually got a little sample before it even became a thing. And John was like, and I was like, John, like, be real with me. Is it is it worth the difference? Is it like what we've all been trying to get is it what we've all been asking for and he says yes so we shall see nose wise i get cherry but like in a Ooh. medicinal way like a medicinal yeah. and then i wonder if it's just because of the heat on it but it's like cherry fake cherry yeah. lozenge yeah it's very pleasant nose um to me mm -hmm. um it's definitely got some heat on it too like it's pretty vapory I'm not getting too much vapors, but it might be because of my clogged nose. Luckily, my taste buds are there, but my nose is like half there right now. But I am still getting a very pleasant nose. Uh, cherries are a great <clears throat> note. I think it's um, not too oaky. It's sweet. Um, it's got like a Werther's original toffee kind of sweet. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. You have to. You don't know what you're smelling. Like, mm -hmm. you have to agree with me. Mm -hmm. It also smells like tepid garbage. Oh yeah, Robbie. I see what you're saying. Yeah, cool. <laughs> can't smell. Okay. So just took a sip, and 
I feel like I'm going to have to, sadly, I thought my palate was here, but it, it, it tastes good stuff, but I feel like I'm not like 100%. So don't rely completely on my review here if you're hoping to buy yourself a bottle based on this. Um, so at first, it's like really sweet, like uh, like sharply sweet with um, a little bit of um, oak to it. But then it changes and you can tell for like a moment that it's maker's juice. But then it like kind of fades out to this nice cherry-ish um, oaky finish to me. Um, that's about all I got. But I'm going to go for another sip and see if I can I get, go on I, past see, that. Not super sweet for me. I get like on the verge of like, this is almost going to go bitter, but doesn't. Um, it's pretty hot. It's like hard to get anything yeah, right off, off the bat. Um, then like the middle of the palate, it definitely kind of mellows and you can tell you're drinking a weeded whiskey, but you get a very subtle, mild, peanutty kind of note in the middle there. And it just kind of stays on the finish. And I think I, the sweetness to me is like, it would be a wish.com knockoff Werther's original toffee. Like it's not oh, yeah. like super sweet. Seven. Sorry, everyone. Um, I muted myself. <laughs> but it's good. I mean, it's it's good. I like it. I mean, compared to this, to compared to like just regular makers, I'd go for it. I didn't want oh, to though. Day. Like, if there are things like it's ready when it's ready, right? Yeah. And it's like this took ten years. Like, how pissed off are they? Eleven to twelve like, years. Yeah. Eleven to twelve years, and like they go, all right, it's about that time. Yeah. Back to the rear cross with this barrel and yeah. then finally like year 11 like we're gonna throw this away like if it's not good now and like oh huzzah finally this yeah. is the worst barrel we've ever done yeah. it's a special worst barrel now mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm curious what they're gonna do in the future if they're just gonna keep up the 11 to 12 year i doubt they will i think this is kind of gonna be like a like a parker's heritage you know of the weeded variety like hey this one had a finish in this after 14 years or something yeah. like that did you go to water yet? Are you on water? I am smelling on water just now. Yep. Okay. I think it's improved a little bit on the nose. Um, good, just bourbon-y smell. I wouldn't say I like smell weeded bourbon. It almost smells like a rye I... bourbon to me. Okay. See, I, I am totally weeded. Like, this is weeded okay. for sure. It's Trust nice. Robbie, not subtle. me, everyone. Yeah. And that uh, mild toffee from, like, is still there cherry is mm. not as forward so i like i like the nose a little bit better i think with the water yo i like the palate a lot more with the water just a few drops did it really good um sweetness like a like a a mellow chewy oh. caramel sweetness showed up a lot more on the palate for this one as opposed to before it was a little sharp potentially like you were saying like almost on the edge of a bite or on the edge of bitter. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. I love this with with a few drops of water. Just a couple, yeah, just a couple drops. Mm -hmm. It is definitely mellower. It's mm -hmm. doesn't it, it just. This is water was the router bit that took off the edge, right? It's nice yeah. and rounded uh -huh. now, and uh, it's good. It's that mild nuttiness is there. It's nice, like mouthfeel is nice and warm for an extended period of time on the front end. Yeah. Um, I get. I think this is a little oaky, but in a good yeah. way. Like it definitely has okay. a good amount of oak to it. Yeah, I um, agree. It's good. I like this. No, this is really good. I'll say this: um, best makers I've ever had, for sure. Um, and I can get behind makers. I've said this before: makers is a decent mid to low shelf option for me. I prefer it to like Woodford for sure. I've said that many times. Um. Yeah, I wish this were I wish this were more available. I wish there was like uh you know, like how Buffalo Trace has like, you know, Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare, they used to be like reasonable and easier to get, but um I wish makers had just a 10 year standard that was like someone easy to get because this would be amazing. 150, I would buy it, but more so because of the rarity than the um Taste palette. I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think this is worth 150 besides the cool the cool factor of like, Hey, you got a bottle of the seller age, you know, it's going to be pretty rare to get. And like so. you said, it's a good looking bottle. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and my shelf is all about vanity. Your bottle sucks. You can go home. Yeah. Um, you know, I think especially for 150, I, I don't, it, it's not blowing my mind. Good though. Like it is good, but I feel like I would want a little more out of it. I think this is more of like, if you are a big fan of makers, like this is probably one you want to have on your shelf. Yeah, absolutely. I know there's a lot of folks who are like, that's their jam. And mm-hmm. it is. I, I like makers. I I would yeah. rather honestly just have a bottle of their standard because it's going to cost yeah, less, think? and it's still good. Oh, for the price, for the value, for the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I might get the yeah. cash strength. Get behind that. But this, I do like this. It's, it's interesting. I think I'm interested. I'm going to look for a good cube here and see. What, I'm interested to see what. Uh, so I think I, I, I think I read yeah. recently as I was doing the research for this that typically makers will do a entry proof or a barrel proof. I'm sorry, a barrel entry proof of 115, which is a little low. Like for example, Eagle Rare is 125. Um, most most companies will go a little higher than that. Um, but the interesting oh, nice glass. Did you find them, or is that still the one you have? It's still the one. But this the oh, color on the... I'm just saying this is the, the yeah this is the sours one the color on this is really pretty too it's a nice dark amber it is. it's almost yeah. like a rusted terracotta amber yeah get behind that mm. I like you so got your I will ice say pour right here I, I'm I'm doing it right now I'm digging the the nose on the ice oh cool I'm, it's uh, spin jaying it up. It's a little like the sweetness is mostly what's there, and that's nice. Like I'm not getting a lot of the other stuff. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. butterscotchy, not butterscotch. Is that, yeah. what, is that what a Werther's is? Butterscotch? No, no. So there it's are probably Werther's butterscotch, a but they're toffee. Yeah, yeah. So I get more of that like toffee note, and it's more the most predominant. Dude, if you can it's get me butterscotch on a bourbon note, I'm sold. Like that's instant hub to what for me. I think the biggest note I got butterscotch on was uh, the. Um, Blanton's straight from the barrel that uh, Caleb sent us back in the day. That was, I think that was that right before you joined, or was yeah, that after? you brought it that Christmas? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I like iced the best. This is good. Yeah. It gets so. What's the match? Close to match. This goes wheat. No corn. Wheat. Rye, rye barley, multi barley. Yeah, I get a little bit of no the rye. rye. Rye notes are coming out a little bit on the back end of this. Uh huh. I think it it kind of tamed the oakiness a little bit with the ice. Uh-huh. I'm not getting that as much, but there's just that nice toffee sweetness with the ice, and I'm yeah. And it, it kind of made it colder. Weird. Me too. Oh, that's odd. I have found in sipping this that there is a bite slash uh, slight. Um, bitterness, but it takes a while. Like it takes like thirty seconds to get to that. So it's a really long finish, and it's a pleasant finish. But then eventually, it gets a little gritty on the um bite side. I can't exactly call it bitter. Here's the thing: is that like some whiskeys have a bite, and I don't mean that as like alcohol percentage. I just kind of mean like it's like I don't know. I can't even explain it. But people know what I'm talking about. You just did a literal bite. Like yeah. some whiskeys might come up and bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I I will say one cool thing about this. Even with the ice, it's worth trying with ice. Yeah. Oh, go ahead for try. sure. With the ice, chocolatey still, a little bit. It, gosh, this is what is this what you feel like when getting interrupted all the time by me? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good feeling. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. Uh, interesting. Like even with the ice. That kind of like cask strength is still there. Like it's not like it, it doesn't feel like I'm drinking something watered down, right? Like feel like with the ice, I'm like, this is yeah. telling me it's cask. I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, so it's mm-hmm. not really killing that at all. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully save some for another week and give it an even better review, hopefully. Uh, but yeah. so far I like it, you know, with a clogged nose and a or a half clogged nose and a weird tongue. Oh wait, right, was that people. a suggestion of a pairing? That's half the worst pairing. Nose. If you want to drink this, drink it with a half clogged nose and a weird tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you can do that. That's a, that. Yeah. That's oh shoot! I just let the cat out of the bag. That was our what was would you choose this week? Oh, yeah. What, what would you whiskey drink would you half drink? Half nose. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think unless you have one, I have a pretty good one this week. I'm I'm think I think I got one. Okay, even better you, than mine. I don't know. Let's see them on the count of three. Ready? Okay. One, one two, three. Two, three, eight. What the what the what Tens. kind of what kind of count was that? Wait, what one, two, did three. I do? We're gonna count to three. One, count to three. Two. That's a three. good count. Eight point nine. The thing that you want to. Oh, that's your score. Gosh, dang. That's pretty close to mine. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say just nine, straight nine. That, that uh, is close. I think this is actually uh, maybe not hub it a what, but hub it a what for Maker's Mark. Um, I think it is a really good pour. If you disregard the, um, that's like a Hercules. Disregard the price. Was Hercules that yeah, special? This is great. No, this is great. He was not that special, but Grandma thought he was. Hercules, uh, Hercules. That's a Hercules. What's this, what? Tyler Perry. No, that's a uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Norbert. No, no, not Norbert. <sighs> Never saw that. What is? What is that movie with Eddie Murphy? In the fat suit. In the fat yeah, suit. Uh, Norbit. Or no, are you talking about um oh. Norbit, yeah. Or was no. that the one where he played a woman? Doc Professor Klumpf. No, it's the one Norbit's the one where he's the, the nutty professor. Nerd. The nutty professor. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. Women do shop. Yeah, so like you're saying, this is a hub of a what for Maker's Mark. Which mm-hmm. means Maker's Mark ain't that special. But if this was your child, you'd be like, This is special. Yeah. Just like Hercules, Hercules, right? It all comes together. It Eddie does. Murphy brings it home. So you know, you know that Eddie Murphy had a singing career. I didn't know this until yeah. recently. So my girl likes to party on the night. Party yeah. On the night. So I recently found that song and started singing it with my daughter, and she loves it. Because I'll sing, my girl likes to pizza all the time, pizza all the time, pizza all the time. Does she really love pizza? And she sings it back to me. So, Does she love pizza? She does. And she loves the pizza all the time. It's not just a clever cover. It's just pizza all the time. It's just pizza all the time. So have you ever played a game called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza? I've heard of it never played it. So we play it. And our new thing now whenever we have pizza. So we're playing it. And Juniper won after somebody after on a pizza card and she's nice. like so we're, it's summertime so she's just hanging out in her underwear jumps up on the table and she goes pizza pizza <laughs> that sounds she amazing goes, pizza 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 <laughs> uh that's one of those times where you like film it you know on your phone and then never show anyone until like the day she gets married and you don't show everyone you just show her and you'll be like just keep in mind, I could show this to anyone at any time or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So now when we do pizza, it's the pizza dance. But she also added in. And then when we started laughing, she was like, now smell my feet, smell my feet, smell my feet. <laughs> so That's a good parenting moment right there. It is. Oh, my gosh. Today she obviously soccer- got that from somewhere. And I don't think it was from Chelsea. It is not. No. So. My mom and I were talking like she's got the dead low weirdness to her. Yeah. Yeah. Good for today, Judy. Today during a soccer game, the ball just goes right past her and she's watching a bunch of geese, <laughs> geese up in the air. It's the cutest thing. And like she got now, tired Finley of running. Do the same thing? No. Finley, yeah. Finley is into the game. Yeah. She's not aggressive with the game, but she's like running all over the field. I thought I connected more with Finley when I last time I saw you guys, uh, but I think Judy's kind of my girl, you know? Junie is the entertainment. Finley's Finley's yeah. pretty funny too, but Junie is yeah. just like, and then like the coach is like, "Hey, Junie, getting on defense," and she's like, "Isn't it time to get a water break and rotate?" Oh, <laughs> that's great. So, also just a shout out. It's surprising you're not a Patreon member anymore, uh, but your daughters are beautiful. They are gorgeous girls. So you're a very lucky man. Uh, and each one of like finley is so different than judy and both of them are so different than amara uh but they are just gorgeous you got beautiful girls hey uh, you can't smell but going back to i went while you were talking went back to it like the toffee on this is ridiculous now yeah on the ice it is no i can smell but just so good maybe 50 percent i can get behind the toffee now that we've given our ratings, I think 
I think this is a good episode so far. I kind of like the I'm jive having, we got going. We're having fun. Yeah, we're having fun. We're not faking the fun. I don't, I don't care if you fun. don't like the episode, listener. I'm having yeah. fun with Cole. Maybe but I assume on. you probably are having fun with us. Yeah, exactly. So Let's keep talking about the that, fun. No, it's fun yeah. time. Oh, it's Fine. fun time. Okay, what else do you want to no. talk about fun-wise? Pizza, 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 pizza. <laughs> My girl likes to pizza, pizza all, the all the time. Pizza, pizza all the time. Pizza all the time. Anyway. Now we should move on. Now yeah, it feels, let's move on now to our next natural. I felt like we were forcing it. No. But now it's natural. No. Everyone knows now. And everyone's going to, people are just going to be like, this is why I love these guys. And for that reason, we're going to move it on to our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. And we're back. Part of the show where we read an article, didn't write it, going to read it. Here it goes. This one comes from the Whiskey Raiders, written by David Murrow. In a new Whiskey Raiders YouTube video, check him out on YouTube, I guess, Chief Spirits critic Jay West. Hey, that was a guy who was in my fraternity. He was my uh, imminent commander, Sigma Nu, my freshman year. Curates a list of the five best whiskeys, plus a sixth bonus pick that are a bonus pick. That's like anti-clickbait. They could, if they would have said six best whiskeys, I'd have clicked that for sure. But now, mm-hmm. after I clicked it, they're testing my loyalty and wanting to click, and I get a bonus. Wow, that's seven, they're, everyone. <laughs> that are relatively easy to track down and totally undiscussed. Okay, what the heck? Where did the article go? Oh, rough. I can tell the, you my top six. You got to click the read more. Each of these whiskeys is uh, readily available, not outrageously expensive, and a must-have on the bar of any whiskey enthusiast. Here's the video. Not gonna click the video. Not gonna. Uh, number that. five. Penelope Architect Bourbon. Oh, we number got two four. of those on the shelf. Number four. On, the, ben on deck Holiday. shelf. Number four. Ben Holiday, six-year bottled and bond. Heard good things. Number three. Star Wars Single Barrel Australian Whiskey. Also heard good things. And number we're reaching out to them as we speak. And we're just waiting for them to touch us. Number two. Yeah. K. Luke Small Batch 100 Proof Bourbon. Never heard of him. Cole knows nothing. You know nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> Red Snapper. Very tasty. Very nice. <laughs> Ooh, so, Weaver, you have the choice. What's in the box? Or Red Snapper? Or what's in the box? <laughs> People are going to hate me. Nothing. You get nothing. That guy so just bad. Went that was Data from. No, it wasn't Data. Was that Data? The guy that played that, that was guy Cooney. Was... Are you talking about from UHF? It was his name was yeah. Cooney in UHF. But was that the guy that played Data on the Goonies and then just recently won? No, the no, 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 not different the same guy. guy. Very okay. different guy. Because okay. that would have been the same age. Yeah. Because that was like '89, and Goonies came out in the '80s as well. As I'm saying it, I see him saying it. Totally. Was that the guy that was uh, so stupid? What's happening, Hosta from uh, Pretty in Pink? I'm going to find out okay. from UHF. Number one, still awesome, still awesome cast strength rye whiskey. Ever heard of that? Uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I and then the, the bonus still- pick. The bonus pick. Barrel bourbon batch 035. Now, of Wait, these. Say that again. Barrel bourbon batch 35. Barrel okay. bourbon. You ever heard of barrel bourbon? I've bourbon heard of so i gotta say this list i tell you this list threw me for a loop i don't don't know know that's easy to find that's my thing i've never heard of most of half of them yeah that guy david morrow i guess i gotta watch it that's the clickbait right there yeah. Now you feel like you got to watch the youtube video to understand what's going on in the head of this madman any of any thoughts on that cole yeah, first of all, um, that, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, crap. Now I got to go back. His name is Getty Watanabe. Um, he was a Japanese-American actor. He played Cooney on UHF. Uh, he was not in, what was the Pretty in Pink? He was not in Pretty in Pink, but he was in 16 Candles. Maybe Another, that's what I'm John yes. Hughes, or not joint. the John Hughes, but John Hughes. Yeah, not the That's John Voldemort Hughes. Yeah. Okay. 
But um yeah, so I don't know. I like I've never ever like uh, I feel like this is a really yeah, bad uh, article because basically he's saying, "Hey, you should be able to find these on your shelf." And I don't think any of them I've seen on my shelf. So, yeah. shame on you. What was the uh it was Whiskey Raiders? Whiskey Raiders, David yeah, Morrow. I mean, here's here's my go-tos when you can find them on the shelf. Here's okay, hold my... up. Stop, stop. Let's do okay. this. Let's go okay. to your go-tos. This will be, let's use this as a what whiskey would you choose. Okay, cool. Okay, so let's transition to what whiskey would you choose. Everybody's on the edge of their seat. We sold them the whole seat. Yeah. They're only needing the edge because we're going to talk yeah. about what whiskey would you choose. And then we're going to go back to Cole's thoughts. So last week we asked, what whiskey-related account do you think more people should follow? And killing I it lost. But was the bourbon because van. The bourbon van also uh, referenced said, the thing, yeah. Yeah, they were like, bourbon van followers, mount up. And they killed it. Yeah, so 89% so was it like 95%? They did. And I was it? looking at uh, 89% to 11%. Nice, nice. Uh, not a lot of write-ins. We got a couple here, though. Uh, from Bourbon of the Week, they said... Bourbon of the Week. Bourbon of the Week. Hey, thanks for hitting us up, Bourbon of the Week. Game respects game. There you go. All right, Fish and Sip said... Fish and sips. Fish and sips. <laughs> yeah. Um, we love you, Embellish Pod said. At uh, little, Bur- little bourbon girl. Little bourbon girl. Yep. So, so Robbie, let's let's take a take a pause here. Did you look up little bourbon girl? I have not looked. I've been not. So shame on you, Robbie, because if you look up little bourbon girl, there is one post from little bourbon and one story at the moment. Or at the moment that it was posted. And I would like you to look up that right now, Robbie. Lil Bourbon Girl. And Bourbon tell me Girl. what you think. Okay, well, let me finish the list here real quick. Okay. Correct. Steven Slot's First Fill Whiskey. And Marco and AZ at Bourbon Charity. And the Chill Fill Podcast. Who I want to be yeah. with. And at the Bourbon Charity, if you know what I'm saying. And you know what, though? You don't have to grow up to do it. You have to grow down. We're not... Growing yeah, up, that's what Robbie did. Little Bourbon Girl. All right, looking at little. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's so great because literally John Hughes. No, no don't, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. Just look did him he up. Make, L I L Bourbon Girl, and you will not regret it. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna post that. Now. I didn't look. Oh man, John. Yeah, Hughes. you really should. You should like. Oh yeah, don't give say, it away. Hey, thanks, thanks, Robbie, for the. I mean, thanks, uh, John, for the huge uh, or for the great shout out to Little Bourbon Girl. Oh my gosh, yeah, so, we're gonna, yeah, yeah. We'll post well that for sure. done, Listeners. everyone. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. I, I reached right. out to people behind the um, the uh, account. account, and I was like, I'm proud of you. This is great. So did they did they talk back? They did talk back and they were okay. great. That's so awesome. Um, All right. So this week, yeah. what is readily available? Mm-hmm. Well, what can you find at almost any liquor store? Like like most liquor stores that you would just buy if you like the one of the best options you can find at almost any liquor store. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know what you got? I yeah I do, okay. And it's very on brand for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I normally this is not my answer, but normally I would say uh, Four Roses Small Batch Select. I think that is a great option, but I only I see that in Virginia everywhere, but I don't know about everywhere else. Maybe other places have a hard time getting Four We're Roses Small Batch Select. Recently. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, elsewise, my my true answer is Maker's Mark Cast Strength. I think it is a great option. Perfect. Yeah, sounds good. I'm. I, I've said this a lot. I haven't said it in a while. Okay. Let's just go rare breed, wild turkey nice. rare breed. Friggin' amazing, good juice. Even in Virginia, moderately priced, yeah. delicious. Yeah. There we go. Nice. All right, man. Cast strength bourbons. Do we know what we're drinking so, next week? Next, we know what we're week. drinking in two weeks. Yeah, we know what we're drinking in two weeks. But next week, um, I'm. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to courier you a package today. Can't wait to see uh, your package. Yeah. Oh, you'll see it all right. Um, I don't like the but way you said it's, that. So I got two bottles recently that are pretty cool. One is um, 
the pick from Oak and Thieves, uh, the uh, podcast uh, shop, and um, and that's the Jack Daniel's single barrel barrel proof rye uh, pick that they did. And nice. but the other one, I got something this week that was pretty cool, and it was uh, a committee release from Ardbeg, and it was uh, heavy vapors. Nice. Okay. Woo. And put them head so, to head. Yeah, let's put them head to head this week. Heavy vapors versus um, uh, Jack, Jack Daniel's, Daniel's single barrel barrel proof rye. Perfect. I love it, man. Well, I hope yeah. the courier gets his little touch over there. Is not as little. I hope tush. the courier. Yeah, you can give the pinch to the courier's little tush. But by big little tush, I mean nicely rounded and nicely uh, he puts chiseled. The maximus tush. and gluteus. Maximus. And gluteus. That's for sure. I hope, Robbie, uh, that uh, we have more weeks like this week where it's just fun. And we're just having fun. And you know not it's even just good. on the episode. We're literally getting whiskey sent to us. And, I mean, at this point, like, we have, we have probably closer to two years' worth of episodes just based on the samples that have been sent yeah. us. But we always love it. and uh, we'll, Not a bad uh, problem. Not a bad problem to have. So, you know, what else cool. do you and hope, Robbie? I hope that you're starting to feel better. And that tonight you can have pizza all the time. Pizza, 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 pizza. Pizza all the time. Most of all, listeners, I hope our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both idiots. Sweet. All All right. right. Ready? Why don't you start? Because I got a cloggy nose. Cloggy nose, cloggy, cloggy nose. (laughs) It's pretty good. My booger said, "Nice to meet you," because that's you're picking it. It'll meet your finger. Ah, uh, yes, of course. 